0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Forward Curve. Hello and welcome to The Forward Curve, the weekly podcast covering the commodity markets and the global economy. Brought to you by Gold Street Advisors, the independent research and advisory firm. In this episode, we'll look into the recent landmark intergovernmental panel on climate change report. I'm Christian Klavodecher, and joining me is our Chief Analyst, Robin Barr.
1: Hey Robin, what have you got for us today? Thanks Christian. A landmark assessment of climate change released last week makes clear that the world faces a daunting future even if the global decarbonization happens rapidly. Failure to cut greenhouse gas emissions significantly would lead within a few decades to what a leading climatologist called hell on earth we have the latest signs that climate may be changing even faster than most models had suggested extreme heat waves catastrophic floods and rapid melting of arctic ice and permafrost and we can see that wherever we look around the world indeed
0: so my goodness robin
1: uh this is
0: definitely a change of pace for you what's with all the doom and gloom
1: Yeah, I am sorry, I I apologise in advance, but the UN backed Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, wow, what a mouthful, let's call it the IPCC for short, warned that the planet will warm by one and a half degrees centigrade in the next two decades without drastic cuts to pollution. The report said it is unequivocal that human influence has warm the atmosphere, ocean, and land. It says there is about a 50% chance the planet's warming will stay below the one and a half degrees centigrade threshold set by the Paris Agreement. Consider the following: average surface temperature has risen between 0.95 to 1.2 degrees C since late. 1800s. Surface temperature has risen faster since 1970 than in any other 50-year period over at least the past 2,000 years. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres described the conclusions of the report as a code red for humanity. The 1.5 degrees C threshold has become a rallying point as the planet warmed by an estimated 1.2 degrees C by 2020 and 1.1 degrees C on a 10-year average basis from pre-industrial times. The G7 group of nations pledged only in May to limit warming to 1.5 degrees C. So what
0: basis that IPCC report is the best case scenario?
1: Okay, the IPCC, in fact, presented five scenarios. The world is likely to temporarily reach one and a half degrees C of warming within 20 years from now, even in the best case scenario of deep cuts in greenhouse gas emissions. Temperatures could rise to 1.6 degrees C by 2060. However, Temperatures could then cool to 1.4 degrees C by 2100. Even with rapid emissions cuts, temperatures will continue to rise until at least 2050 and would lead to further extreme weather events without immediate, rapid and large scale reductions in emissions curbing global warming to either one and a half or even two degrees C above Pre industrial levels by 2100 would be beyond reach, they said. Okay. And what is the worst case scenario, Rob? Brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> Under a very high emission scenario, warming could reach three degrees C by 2060. And 5.7, so almost 6 degrees C by 2100, threatening the very existence of human civilization, not to put too fine a point on it all. Well, I suppose it doesn't get much worse than that, does it, Robin? So um,
0: what about the concept of carbon removal?
1: Well, the report says that carbon removal technologies They are available, but are not yet ready to work at the scale that would be required. And most have undesired side effects. For a high chance of limiting warming to one and a half degrees C, the world could only add another 300 gigatons of carbon to the atmosphere in total. Global energy-related carbon emissions in 2020 were 32 gigatons, alone, according to the International Energy Agency. So we're dealing with very fine margins here. Indeed. Is there any particular sector
0: which the report notes is a positive for future carbon reduction?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I suppose one place where rapid progress is expected is in transport. So electric cars are likely to account for more than two thirds of new car sales by 2040, according to Bloomberg estimates. President Biden signed an executive order uh, a week ago calling for half of all new vehicles sold in the U.S. to be electric by 2030. And this is part of plans to slash transport emissions, so the low-hanging fruit, if you like. The world's second largest emitter of greenhouse gases has lagged behind China and Europe in the take-up of EVs. In the US, EVs comprise about 2% of the market, Tesla dominates sales, against 6% in China and even higher, 10% in Europe and 11% in the UK. The EU has toughened its emission standards in its latest policy, amounting to a de facto ban on the sale of all new diesel and petrol cars by 2035. The UK aims to end the sale of all new petrol and diesel cars by 2030. Interesting.
0: So uh, I guess going forward, it's brace yourself for even more extreme and frequent weather
1: events. Yeah, I suppose so. Even in a one and a half degree C warmer world, there will be an increase, as we're seeing, as we're experiencing, in the number of unprecedented weather events. Disasters such as floods and heat waves are expected to become more frequent and intense. Although warming could still be capped, some changes that have been set in motion are irreversible over centuries or millennia, such as sea level rise, according to the IPCC report. So you could title this podcast as The End of the World is Nigh, but metals to the rescue.
0: Well, as the circle said to the triangle, Robin, you certainly have a point. As regular listeners to the forward curve know, the use of metals in green technology is quite significant. It's also worth noting that there has actually been a significant reduction of carbon emissions in the West over the last 15 years, due primarily to the precipitous drop in the use of coal as an energy source. It is also encouraging to note that the emerging popularity of electric-powered vehicles tackles head-on one of the largest sources of carbon emissions globally. Amidst all the doom and gloom of the IPCC report, it is encouraging that the global conversation seems to be moving away from whether climate change is real or not and towards actual developing technologies that we humans are already adopting. I want to thank Robert for joining me today, and I also want to thank you for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe to The Forward Curve on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Christian Clavidecher, and on behalf of the Gold Street Advisors team, I thank you for listening. And remember to always keep an eye and ear on the forward curve.